Hello, you're listening to Spiritual Moments with Anna Letswalo. Today we're going to be doing part two of Trials and Temptations as an episode. Now, yesterday we spoke about trials, about what they are, where they come from, how to support and, and be strong through trials. Today we're going to look at one of the things that a lot of people struggle with, and it is temptation. Now, as I told you yesterday, after today's discussion, we're going to actually, as part of today's discussion, actually, we're going to actually have a guest. The upcoming guest is one of my favorite priests. He's also my twin. We share a birthday. How awesome is that? And I will introduce them as he comes in. For today's reading, we're going to do the normal, do a scripture reading. Today, we're going to focus on one scripture. And it's going to run from, come from James 1, from 12 to 18 and it reads as follows happy are those who remain faithful under trials because when they succeed in passing such a test they will receive as their reward the life which god has promised to those who love them if people are tempted by such trials they must not say this temptation comes from god for god cannot be tempted by evil and he himself tempts no one But people are tempted when they are drawn away and trapped by their own evil desires. Then their evil desires conceive and give birth to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. Do not be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good gift and every perfect present comes from heaven. It comes down from God and the creator of the heavenly lights who does not change or cause darkness by turning. By his own will, he brought us into being through the word of truth so that we should have first place among all his creatures. Hello, Padre. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? Good, thanks. And how are you? Hey, good First, shot. I'm doing I'm having a guest on my podcast. Um, so I just done the reading. I don't know if you'd also managed to do the reading. Yes, I did. Yes, which is James 1 at 12. Well, I done it all the way to 18. But I'm pretty sure you know it. Now, welcome. For those that don't know, you uh would you please introduce yourself okay uh evening all i'm father elvis sabina komani uh, from the diocese of Whitbank. uh i'm the chaplain of the youth in the diocese and also in my dinner is a coconut dinner so yes i'm so pleased to be but this by this lovely lady here our our lead and my twin oh wow yeah. so yeah <laughs> in the other recording that we actually twins we born on the 8th of december yes all right thank you thank you for accept, accepting the invite now um the reason i i wanted to get a guest for this topic is it's one of the most sensitive topics i think um as young people would deal with yesterday i spoke trials today we're doing temptations but we're going to wrap it both together 
there's a couple of questions that I'm going to be asking. The first one is, what is a temptation? Uh, you know, a temptation uh, is actually a desire that is hidden within ourselves. And then the more we entertain it, uh, that desire, we become tempted to commit sin, you see. So it's not something that is born within us. It's something that actually has to do with what we desire. As, as, as you remember the story of Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, that it was so easy for Eve to convince Adam to eat the fruit of the tree in the middle of the garden. Because at some point, maybe we can say Adam desired to eat, but he didn't have courage to do so, you see. So when we are, we are tempted, actually the desire within us is triggered. And then the more we entertain the desire, and then it becomes a temptation, and that temptation will develop into a sin. All right. So the next question is, where does this desire come from? Does it just develop, or do you think like something puts it there, or is it something we're born with? How does the where does it come from? You know, when we are born, we are born uh, innocently, isn't it? Yes. So we are created in the image of God. So obviously, we are as innocent as God. But the moment we grow and then we start to see things differently and then at some point we desire things, we wish to have things. And then at some point, if we can afford, let me make an example. I desire a beautiful phone, isn't it? Like iPhone, I wanted the latest iPhone and then I have no money. Yeah. During that moment, I have not committed any sin because I'm just desiring. But the moment I entertain that desire and act upon it, I'll start stealing money so that to fulfill the desire. That means the desire led me to be tempted to do something, to act upon it. And then I act upon the desire and then I'm being tempted to steal money so that I can buy the phone. So it is not something that we are born with. It's something actually that we develop. You see, oh, yes. it is an international intensement of a person, oh. usually by pride and always self gratifying. You know, when I, I want to fulfill the desire in me, and then I have to do something. And then, if that thing is against the will of God, then that's wrong. Oh. Mm. That's why there in, in James it says, For God cannot be tempted by evil. No one. Yes. But people yes. are tempted by their own evil desires. Yes. And As in, in, uh, yeah. That, 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 that verse, verse 14, as it says that God cannot be tempted, and so he cannot tempt. Hmm. So whatever tempts a person, that's evil. Because God put us on trial to see how strong we are, as you have spoken of uh, the trials yesterday as I was listening to your episode, uh, that God put us on trial to see how strong we are. That's not temptation. But temptations are the things 
that lead us astray from from the word of God. Leads us to sin. Yes. I see. So now that it's understood that temptation is from evil, and when we entertain temptation, we sin. And the next verse also tells us that conceive. Um, then the evil desire conceives and gives birth to sin, and sin, when it's grown, gives birth to death. So yes. We are trying to, to overcome death. We're trying to not die from sin, but rather after fulfilling our purposes to go and to perpetual life with God, because that's what's promised. How does, how does one fight temptation? I mean, how does one fight it? You know, fighting temptations is quite, I would say, is a war between yourself and yourself you see what i mean is that it is within you it is within your spirit and then it is it is your decision to to make on whether to entertain it or whether to take it as a trial as if you're saying okay maybe this is a trial maybe god is telling me something or this is good i can go for it you see and then when you think like that, that means you're entertaining the temptation. But when you put it as a trial, it is up to me as, a, as an individual to decide whether to take it as a temptation or to take it as, as a trial. And as I take it as a temptation, I have to look what are the consequences of what I'm going, what I'm about to do. And then obviously the consequences of entertaining a temptation, they're not always good. Eh? they are always bad let me talk about this uh, death that sin lead to death sometimes it, it, the, we, 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 we might look at it at, as a literal death but according to my understanding it's a spiritual death because the more you do something sinful and you get used to it your conscience your conscience dies you no longer see that thing as as bad let's say for example adultery you see you have you have one girlfriend you love that girlfriend and then you see someone your girlfriend is a slender and you see someone who's chubby and then you desire to have that person you see and then if you entertain that desire you are being tempted to go after the girl and forgetting that you have your own girlfriend at the side and then when that conscience dies you will you, you, you won't even get satisfied because even when you find it, that other one, you're still going to desire someone else. And then the more you do it, you are, being tempted, you are entertaining the, the desire, you're becoming tempted to do more and more and more. And that's your death. That's death. Your conscience is dead. You see? That's true. Okay, I get that. Yeah. It's very true. And it's something that actually happens so ever so often. Yes, especially with our youth nowadays. Not even the youth, but even our elders. It, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Mm. Now, the next question I have is, okay, so to fight it is to not entertain the, the desire. Yes. And like I doing just introspection. Yes. I just answered what effect does it have on us, which is the spiritual death and loss of conscience. Uh, yes. Yes. And um, how does how does it relate to to sin? I think you touched on that. We should elaborate more on how temptation is related. 
more to say yeah as, as as i have said that you know temptation leads to sin when you entertain something and knowingly you know there's the voice of god within us when we want to do something wrong it always tells us what you are about to do is wrong you see yeah but the moment we avoid or we shut down that voice within us mm. then we are entertaining sin actually we are entertaining temptation that will lead us to sin you see would would it be right That's to say not... that voice is the holy spirit in Pardon? us that would it be right to say that voice is the holy spirit in us that keeps trying to guide us on the right path yes that's the voice of god the voice of god is always speaking to us within ourselves sometimes we don't listen to it because we are occupied with our desires we want to have things which sometimes are not are not meant to be ours you see and then that's where we yeah. fall into sin now now based on your experience when you're a priest would you say it's 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 right to say people that have, that try to grow closer to god are tempted more or is it just like across the board everybody gets tempted equally and if they are do you know maybe what could be the cause you see my my, my dear mm. the moment you, you you try to be holy that's the moment yeah. you, you 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 face challenges in life because you'll find those those people the same people that you grew up with or the same people that you go to church with and then they will say to you that when are you think you are holy you see <laughs> and then those are the challenges that you 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 you, you meet you, you you become a prayerful person not that oh when are you think you god can hear you you always praying and stuff you see the same people that you go to church with the same people that you live with the same people you call your friends you notice something you know? maybe you were aware of it the moment you become closer to god you lose more more people in your life because they think you are better than them or they think you make yourself better than them and then they they don't have space in you and then the moment the moment you entertain it they are, they are thinking saying Ish, i don't want to lose my friends and then you stop praying and then satan win eh? the devil wins because always the child of god the devil is always prodding like a, like a, like a hungry lion looking for something to devour yeah. you see to devour. Mm. like 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 one certain tempted jesus in the desert make bread to fill your appetite but jesus didn't give in and then he said i don't have to leave my bread alone by only even by the word of god again you see some other things they are not tangible but they are spiritually fulfilling you see so sometimes we fail to see that because we want to make people happy who are closer to us that's true and that's where that's where we lose our conscience we lose the 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 the, the, the audacity to listen to the voice of god because we are in, we are entertaining the external voices of our so-called friends and families and so-called colleagues that's true yeah i, totally agree. And, and you know when you're, you're pointing it out i've got to say a lot of it i i personally experienced so i cannot say you are very right 
because mm. over time, it's, it's sometimes even people you don't expect to lose, you're just like, what, what, what's going on? Mm. What, what is going on? And, you know, it, it's sometimes, it's a very, I, I can say, with going through it, it, it can, yes, if you look at it from the wrong point, you can look at it as a temptation to say, the devil's mm-hmm. trying me, or it's a trial to say, I mean, there must be a reason why this is happening and there must be a good a good thing that's going to come out of it if, if you just consistently pray and consistently listen to the Holy Spirit in you. I mean, yeah, I can concur. Yeah, and I will just like to read um, 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 10, verse 13. Yeah. As, as it says, No temptation has over, overtaken you except what is common to mankind understand that no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind and god is faithful he will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear you see but when you are tempted he will also provide a way out so that you can enjoy it this is what we are talking about because god he sees that you are tempted and then there's this voice within you that don't go there. That's how God provides a way out so that you can enjoy it. But the moment we, we, we shut that voice, then we won't be able to enjoy it. We'll give in to it. Mm. So God is always looking after us. But we as human beings, we tend to say, ah, ah, I will get like one of and then we continue. I will just go for confession. You see? Yeah, we hide behind. Yeah, such kind of things. You know, when 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 you you hear someone coming and confessing one 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 sin, and then you you tend to ask yourself, when when will you convert from what you are doing? Because each and every day you are here in the confessional room saying the same thing. When will you convert? You see. Yeah. Yeah, that's the challenge. We misuse um, the the opportunity of of, um, the sacrament of reconciliation. Mm -hmm. We abuse it. We are no longer, it it, it loses meaning because now you just want to clear your conscience that I have confessed so I can can start again. I went to get clean just to get dirty again. Uh It's like taking a shower because you are dead and then you go again to the mat. Because you know that I will go and take a shower. And shower again. Mm. No, thank you. Thank you very much. Is there any other thing you'd like like to add where temptation is involved? Maybe to reassure the youth that about God Yeah, let me just uh, read the, 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 the definition of temptation, but it's not from me, it's from someone. Uh, it says temptation is an ever present danger to the believer and to the cause of Christ in the world. Yet, temptation also demonstrates that believers may have victory. So, it is necessary to be tempted. eh? Both Mm. positionally in Christ, through his victory, and in our own lives. Positionally, we are secure in the righteousness won by Christ in his life, lived, and his death for our sins. Volitionally, we may be saved from temptation by the strengthening of the inner man, the inner man, the conscience, which is the inner man, the sanctifying of all parts of our being, and the careful attendance to the means of grace 
word, sacrament, and prayer. So we need to pray. And we need to respect the sacraments. And we need to understand the word of God to receive, to receive his graces. I love yes. that definition. It summed up so many verses that I've been going through. That's very true. Yeah, thank and you thank much. you for, for inviting me. Thank you for, for accepting. And I, I, I do look forward to a whole lot of other things I'm going to be doing with you. you know, I always enjoy talking to you. You have so much insight. And, you know, yeah. it even gives me more um, joy to know it's not just anybody that's giving us this and, and, and a priest that gets to deal with these things almost on a daily basis. Thank you yeah. very much. Love you me. are welcome. All right. Enjoy the rest of your day and God bless you, dear. Same to you, my twin. Thank you. Bye, Tuni. Bye bye. Hello, you're listening to Spiritual Moments with Anna Lazzaro. Today's prayer in line with today's episode is from Psalm 27, as recommended by our guest. A prayer of praise. The Lord is my light and my salvation. I will fear no one. The Lord protects me from all danger. I will never be afraid. When evil people attack me and try to kill me, they stumble and fall. Even if a whole army surrounds me, I will not be afraid. Even if enemies attack me, I will still trust God. I have asked the Lord for one thing, one thing only do I want, to live in the Lord's house all my life, to marvel there at his goodness and to ask for his guidance. In time of trouble, he will shelter me. He will keep me safe in his temple and make me secure on a higher rock. So I will triumph over my enemies around me. With shouts of joy, I will offer sacrifices in his temple. I will sing. I will praise the Lord. Hear me, Lord, when I call to you. Be merciful and answer me. When you said, come and worship me, I answered, I will come, Lord. Don't hide yourself from me. Don't be angry with me. Don't turn your servant away. You have been my help. Don't leave me. Don't abandon me, O God, my Savior. My father and my mother may abandon me, but the Lord will take care of me. Teach me, Lord, what you want me to do and lead me along a safe path because I have many enemies. Don't abandon me to my enemies who attack me with lies and threats. I know that I will live to see the Lord's goodness in this present life. Trust in the Lord. Have faith. Do not despair. Trust in the Lord. Amen.